Hey up, it's a wee Nasser, I'm Mark Steele, and across the table from me is... Jenny Steele. And we are joining you on the week that tomatoes have become the new currency of the UK. Mm-hmm. The annoying bit is I can't stand them. They give them I the don't book. like it, tomatoes, yeah. no. I like tomato sauce, but not tomatoes. It's usually tomato ketchup is the things people go, yeah, I quite like that. But then tomato ketchup is mainly sugar, with a little hint of tomato on the side. What about a Bloody Mary? Ain't that tomato juice? See, I don't like tomato juice, but I don't like the tomatoes from cans of tomatoes you can get. I like the juice, but not the tomatoes. That How is, weird. <laughs> that is wonderfully specific, isn't it? And on a more positive note, the postbank has arrived. Mm. And last time we asked, what are those small things in life? That make you happy. Because yeah. it is a wee thing, isn't it? Yeah. Slap Ups has been in touch saying, walking the dog and just seeing how much Muggins enjoys the sniffs and the fresh air meeting his doggy mates. Mm. Such a little thing that so gives such good, huge good feels. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm envious of anyone or anything that can find joy in anything that small. It'd be amazing to get that. I like that. When I'm going out on a walk and I see a robin... I find joy in seeing a robin, just watching the robin on a branch or something, or flying down to the bird table. Or not just dogs, but cows. When they get uh, and the thing on Clarkson Farm is, if you've not seen it yet, they release the cows out and they all get very excited. <laughs> That's not the first time I've seen that in my life. It is amazing just how much cows will come bounding, rushing in. If it's just a little thing, they haven't seen grass in months. They go absolutely mental. They but. scare me. You don't want to be near it when no. it's happening, but it's quite nice to watch them. All the joy about it. Matthew Summers also be in touch. Listening to a wee natter on a Monday morning while I wash the dishes for breakfast and deal with the mountain of dishes from Sunday, which weren't done. I, I mean, left to soak. <laughs> you know, leaving dishes to soak, it's a real thing. It's a genuine thing. We used to do that if it was a hard tray that the the uh, joint had been roasted in. We'd just say, "Now we'll leave that for Mum because she she's the only one that knows how to wash it proper." You just leave it on the side, put a bit of water in it, and then by the time your mum's realised it's not been washed, all the water's gone cold, and there's like a sheen of grease floating on top Ooh. of the tray. You've just reminded me of when you clean the inside of the oven, which happens like once every 10 years or so. Yeah. And the chemicals you use on it say you want to be in a hazardous suit, you want to make sure you're of highly ventilated. What are they cleaning that thing with? <laughs> what are they putting in that packet for the, the two quid or whatever it is? Age is also being touched saying turning off the telly box and shutting down all the devices and just sitting talking to my dad. A simple pleasure I will never tire of. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, something Jenny keeps telling me to try. You know, I'll, I'll try. I'll talk to now. my dad. He's um, he's six foot under, but me and you could talk. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, I've just got a text through. I'll I'll, I'll be with you now. <laughs> yeah, S- sorry. Uh, s- something about a wee natter. <laughs> Big news time. But have you heard about the earthquake in Wales? Yes. So I will stress, not caused by whales, as I know, like blue <laughs> whales bundling about, but in Wales, the country. Mm. Could you imagine it? You're just getting up, getting your midnight rare bit. That's, that's what I assume Welsh people do. They get the rare bit at midnight. And then, boom, you're on the floor. It'd be scary, wouldn't it? It would, actually. Yeah, it would for me. I feel like it's a cooker blowing up or something. <laughs> cooker blowing Boom, up. I'm on the floor. Now, the, the scientists will bang on about it being due to tectonic plate shifting around mm. all that. Personally, I'm not convinced. Don't know about you. Don't know about you, dear listener, either. But I'm not convinced by the scientific explanation. And Jenny is looking at me like I'm bonkers. 
Personally, I think it's down to, you know, that red dragon they're keeping in Wales. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to keep it a secret, but it's on all of their flags. <laughs> how did manage to keep it and Mary Lloyd off the telly? I'm impressed. <laughs> if that's how you pronounce it, Mary Lloyd. Mary. You know the one I'm on about? No, tell me. No, it's a horse skull in the bed sheets trying to steal your alcohol. Oh, right. Strange right. things go on in the Welsh Valleys, and the Loch Ness Monster's got nothing on that. <laughs> I went out shopping with Mark the other day, and mm-hmm. as, it, as it is, whenever we go out shopping, I always like to stop off for a coffee and a cake. If I'm feeling naughty, I'll have a cake alongside my coffee. So we tried a few normal coffee shops, and there was literally full up, so we thought, I know, we'll go to a well-known bookstore mm-hmm. that... In our local branch, has got a cafe on the third floor. So up we go, and we're like, "Wow, that was really, really busy as well." But we managed to secure a table for two. So we sat there, and I'm thinking, I'm looking around me, and I'm like, "Really, really busy here. I don't know why." And then it kind of hit me again, similar to the conversation that we had a couple of weeks back with people coming in coffee shops and taking an hour to drink a pot of tea between ten people, and there's like two cups on the table. People walking in, not finding anywhere to sit, walking out again. This was similar, but it was full of, I don't know whether to say students or not, but it's basically full of people that have brought in their own laptops and Mm. tablets, plugged in, and it was literally just sitting there, nothing on the table. Or if they had it, you know, you can tell it, uh, the coffee got skin on top, it was that old. But they sit there, again, taking up all of the tables now i know it's a bookstore and i think what the the intention is that you grab some books sit down have a drink look through the books and decide if you want to buy them or not but at the same time you've got people that are there they they look like they've come with the whole of the coursework in the kit bag and they're sitting there and it's all spread out on the table they've got the little coffee and they're there for the duration and you know what things annoys me they always grab the window seats which are the best seats well, if you're going to be there all day because you've, you're turning it into makeshift office with cost of living and all that, I totally understand why you'd go for the best eating the house. But should it be a thing, though? Again, should it be a thing? Well, I, I don't blame anyone for doing it because that's one of the whole things about coffee shop. They want you to come in and it's all part of the experience and as long as you're buying a coffee every so often, they're happy. Mm. But you mentioned the thing about, you know, this is a bookshop you're talking about yes, here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like a try before you buy. Yeah. You talk about you get the book, you start reading it, see if you like it and whether you're going to buy it well, or not. if you get a bit of grease on, or if you, let's say you've got a bit of chocolate brownie and you've autom- you know, you thumb the next page and you've got a bit of chocolate brownie on the page, are you supposed to buy it then? Yeah, you sneak it back on the shelf yeah. and you, you pick a clean copy. But <laughs> how much of the book can you get away with trying before buying? I'm I, thinking the whole thing. You know, c- could you turn up and in one sitting get through the entire Harry Potter series? Would that be allowed? No. <laughs> uh, how do you know? Have you tried it? No. I might be able to sit down and get me drink and me, me, me chocolate brownie and put finger marks on the pages. Well, good news, dear listener. Next week we'll report back when Miss Jenny's going to try and read the entire Encyclopedia Britannica in one sitting at the coffee <laughs> yeah. shop. Good luck. <laughs> I hate to say this because we're going to sound like we live in coffee shops, dear listener, because I'm on that topic again. <laughs> this is what we get we for not planning and talking these things through in advance. But anyway, myself and Jenny made our way to a coffee shop recently. <laughs> a, a, a different coffee shop. I think Cheryl's laughing. I can feel Cheryl and Ellie laughing now. As the caffeine repository came into view, so we were yeah. travelling and the caffeine repository is there, we encountered an everyday superhero, didn't we? Oh, I forgot. What? Remind me. Lawnmower Man. 
Lawnmower man. Well, it was a local farmer trimming the hedge with a lawnmower yes, attached yes. to a JCB I'd arm. I'd forgotten for a minute, yes, yeah. In all honesty, he appeared more like an old-fashioned Doctor Who villain than a yeah, superhero. Yeah. But it did get me wondering, if you could be a, and it's got to be a rubbish superhero, it can be a good one, if you mm. could be a rubbish superhero, what would your power be? Like, you know, your only, your only power is the ability to trim hedges. What would you go for? What was Bananas in pyjamas? Was he a superhero? I think that was a kids' TV show. What was his superpower? I don't think there was a superpower other than, <laughs> other than the, the bananas happened to be able to walk, which is a bit weird. thing that popped into my mind, Ramakin Nan. Not Ramakin Man, Ramakin Nan. <laughs> and it's the ability to summon up a small boat anytime you need it. You know, that would be a very useful superpower. Mm. Although you can imagine the costume is going to be clunking away, clink, 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 because it's all, all made out of... Uh, Pottery or whatever. What about gardening, man? Because I'm a keen gardener. I don't know nothing about gardening, but I do like to potter about. What about gardening, man? Gardening, gardening man. Then they've got a superpower and they just point with a finger and it zaps a weed. <laughs> the weed zapper. The weed zapper. I, I don't know. person. I don't know. I'd be a very useful superhero because some people view. This is the thing. Weeds are how you define it. There's no So some person might go, you know what, that's a weed, get rid of it. And then, you know, the super person does it and gets rid of something that was actually a very precious plant that needed to be kept. Yeah. You have to be incredibly knowledgeable. So I'm going to open this one up to you, dear listener. What would your rubbish superpower be if you could be a rubbish superhero? The ways to get in touch, at Solid Radio UK or at Solid City on Spotify. If you're listening there, a little question has popped up. You can tap on it and stick your answer in. And we will share your secret identities in the next episode. Am I the only one mm. that thinks people have got a telephone voice? I think you're onto something there. I, I, do, I, I think it was more of a thing in the past. We're talking in the days when you say like... Uh, Nottingham 1275 or, you know, something like that. Yeah, and the thing that just came to mind is we were, we were talking about something the other day and then my dad used to have his own pest control business and one of the places we are talking about, my dad used to look after this particular place for moles and then I just, for some reason, my dad's voice came in my head and I thought, now my dad's from locals, from Mansfield. He nowhere's all graces or anything like that. But whenever that phone used to ring, it was like a different person answering it. And it bit us like, you know, 608 I'm like, whoa, where did that voice come from? And it reminded me of like, I don't know if anyone watched like Last of Summer Wine where you've got Wesley, Wesley's um, uh, Dame Thora Heard played, didn't she? And she's going, Wesley, Wesley. And then he's obviously ignoring, he's going, Wesley, can you get in here? Like, and I thought, but that's normally my dad. And then all this, and then I realised I do the same thing as well. And I didn't realise until somebody at work said to me, you sound really posh on the, on the telephone and you don't realise, do you? You just say, good afternoon, this is whatever, you know, but it just, you just put it on and I just thought, you know, I just wondered, does anybody else have a telephone voice? Well, the real question I've got is which one are you on now? Is this, is this your normal voice or is this your posh one? Is all right, Chuck. This is my uh, posh one. I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing it or not. You'll have to tell me. Well, you haven't sworn yet. So no, I'll that's take that true. As one. It's my posh one. I don't want to alarm you, but I think we're in trouble. Me and you, Jenny, not you, dear listener. We're not going to implicate you. Don't worry about it. But I think we're in trouble. I don't want you to look worried or they'll figure out... we're not winning one of the awards we've entered ourselves in. No, 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 no. I I don't want you to look worried because they'll figure out that we're on to them. Oh, right. Okay. 
But you know these podcasts? Yeah. They might get us caught out. Why? Apparently, if you've got way too much free time, yeah. you can pick out the background mains hum. So yeah. You know, like when you walk past the electric substation, it's all going... Brrr. Yeah. Apparently, there's a really quiet version of that on this here recording. Is it? You can pick it out and it can tell you when... If you apply some maths to it or whatever, yeah. it can tell you when this recording was made. I haven't left the washing machine on, have I? Does this make you worried? And not just yeah. about the washing machine. Well, thankfully, dear listener, you can't figure out where it's recorded from or it'd be like having a secret bunker. But, you know, with like big brown signs that tell you it's down this road. Yeah, that's Scotland's secret bunker. Uh, uh, this and, way. And the Essex one as well, if I yeah. remember <laughs> Now, this is going to sound weird coming from me, especially considering I am a rather overweight Scotsman, dear listener, in case you've not figured it <laughs> But have you noticed a fruit and vegetable shortage at the moment? Yes. Do you know what they were suggesting as a workaround for the lack of tomatoes? No. Turnips. Oh, God, I hate turnips. <laughs> I really do hate turnips. Well, good news. That's the only thing that's going to be in the shelves. Uh, you've, you'll also have to get your ration book out as well. Yeah, I did hear these blue ration books were, uh, were going to be a thing. It'll be an electronic version. It'll yeah. be privatised and it'll cost about three times as out, much yeah. as it needs to. Although, knowing that, why, why don't we pitch... We need to start our own little business. We don't have to actually know what we're doing, but let's start our own wee business, pretending... Fruits you know, is. No, I was going to say on the rationing front. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll pretend to be this company that can do the electronic software that's going to help with rationing and things. Just keep saying it's delayed and keep taking the government money. We'll, we'll be raking it in. So much that you can download for free and they have got in-house purchases. So maybe we could do that. In hat purchase, it could, you know, we could flog tomatoes, raspberries, and whatever else is shown. That sounds awful, doesn't it? Or you gotta get a certain, <laughs> you gotta get a certain high scoring candy yeah, crush to get yeah, your, yeah. Uh, get your tomatoes. <laughs> but I did get me wondering, have you got any good turnip recipes? I'm guessing based on the fact you don't like turnips, the answer is no. I think what put me off is I tried to do. I had a soup maker once, mm. and I tried every single soup, and I did a turnip soup. Oh my god! And even the thought of it now, you know, when you feel like you want to be sick, and you get a bit of a tightness at the mm. back of your throat. It's not. It wasn't good for me. Turnips, oh, God, <laughs> completely put me off for life. Well, as a bit of consumer advice that we occasionally do in this here podcast, dear listener, especially if you're in Her Maj- His Majesty's United Kingdom, Great Britain and Northern Ireland, <laughs> if you're in this kingdom and you're wanting consumer advice about what you're going to do with the only vegetable you're going to be allowed to have, turnips, mm. we've been looking at possible recipes. <laughs> turnip, turnip recipes is not a phrase I thought I'd ever be uttering uh, out in public but I've been out hunting and found <laughs> turnip brownies no funnily no. enough I, could, I didn't find any turnip brownies <laughs> I did find some hash brownies but uh, they're a bit expensive uh, no uh, slice turnip and bake and bake how does that sound to you <sighs> no it's uh, it's just the bake no I've got no Scones with cream came up in one Oh, search. you see, that's reminding me of the cream soup, turnip, no. I don't know where the turnips are featuring, though, but no, uh, I, don't. I typed turnips in and scones and cream came up. Uh, unless, you know, there's a current shortage or something. Yeah, maybe. They replaced the currants with... Turnips, cream, though, isn't it? I've no idea. I just know it's a root Creamy vegetable. <laughs> and the final one, it's, really, it's a really, really creative recipe. I think even you couldn't imagine this one, and you're the culinary expert between the two of us. <laughs> Pan-fried turnips. Oh, no. Don't you get honey-glazed turnips at Christmas? Don't they flog them in bags of frozen food in the Christmas chiller? Well, that's great until we've got a honey shortage because all the bees are dying out. So, Can I ask another question yeah. on veggies? 
who buys swede and if you buy swede how the hell do you cook it cut it peel it because it's an absolute nightmare do you know how I, uh, I cut a uh, swede up? I had to get a new chopping board last time you cut the swede up because it looked like somebody gone at it with an axe. Yeah, well, it wasn't an axe. It was <laughs> a drill and cherry bombs. Ugh. So you drill holes and you stuff the cherry bomb down, light it, and it blows up that little bit off. It, it's like mining rocks or something. You just it's sort of terrible. Chunk it off. I, there's a lot to be said for frozen already prepared, isn't there? Swing it in the <laughs> slow cooker. Sonia Derbyshire knows what I'm talking about. And on that note, tune in next time, dear listener, as we discover what you can use instead of potatoes as the fruit and veg uh, shortage continues. <laughs> I can only apologise, dear listener. That unfortunately was a wee natter. I was Mark Steele. And across the table from me was... Jenny Steele. And I've just realised that mm. we've been paid a massive compliment by um, Matthew. Matthew. Matthew Summers. All right. He said... That it made his morning while he was having to wash up this morning's breakfast and yesterday's plates, and that was one of the little things that gave him joy. Oh. That's 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 really good. Thanks for that, Matthew. Are you going to get that uh, put on your gravestone? You're yeah, going to get it engraved and yeah, yeah. Here lies Jenny. Matthew quite liked the the podcast you did. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, and on that note, if you do like this fine podcast, remember the thing to do is hit the subscribe button. If you haven't done so already, there are two places you can subscribe. One of them is a wee natter, and you'll get this fine show every time it happens to pop out. Or you can search for the two purple mountains, that is Solid Radio, and you get a bunch of other stuff as well. And even more stuff if you do it on Spotify, because there's music involved as well. Mm. On that note, I think we'll catch you next time. Yeah, bye.